We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. This is going to be your Tuesday, July 18th edition of the show. Happy to be joined by Jared Mueller of Dogs by Nature. We have a quick show because I have a very tight recording window, and it seems like Columbus is about to get pounded by storms. So I did want to get on and something recorded for you. It was a pretty it was a pretty crazy day, uh, Jared. So I welcome you in, man. And I, and I want to start with your your sort of immediate reaction to the biggest news, which is that the Browns are, are sort of teasing. They they teased a uniform change, a white helmet, alternate helmet that they, that from what I gather, uh, I think Zach Jackson pointed it out today that they're going to wear them for one game. Um, this alternate helmet, they did this by, uh, you know, supporting uh, or being sponsored by, by dude wipes. It's an interesting tactic. Uh, if you ask me, um, you know, as far as the optics go, you know, uh, for the jokes that have been the Browns for a long time, I wonder if they look around to ask themselves in the marketing division, those that make the big decisions with the organization of, did we make the right call there? But nonetheless, these are the dude wipes, white helmets. It's going to be the first alteration from an orange helmet in a significant amount of time, Jared. So it is a big deal. I mean, it, it, we, we sort of mock the Browns a little bit. Uh, over the years, a lot of people have about the uniforms and the, oh, they're they're a football team with a helmet logo, like. But they have they're one of the blue bloods of football, and their uh, uniforms and and helmets are as traditional as they get. So it's a big deal, man. It is. I think if they were looking to change it like permanently, it'd be a different conversation. Even at some level, if they're going to put a logo on the side, it's a different conversation. I think in this case, it's just something interesting. It's something a little different. And listen, nobody has given kids in Ohio or in the surrounding area, a lot to be excited about in Cleveland. So give them something interesting. Listen, brown and orange in and of itself is not great colors from like a palette kind of perspective. So give them something interesting to look at. I think it's fine overall. I think the other thing would be is if there was ever any winning connected to the, to anything, then maybe those, 
these white helmets might have a little bit more meaning, kind of like the Cavaliers black sleeve jerseys mm-hmm. now are iconic in Cleveland, even though they're terrible, like they're <laughs> not good, but they're championship jerseys. So they have meaning. I think overall, um, listen, I'm, I'm pretty confident dude wipes was a sponsor and they figured out how to use that sponsorship more than they thought. Let's find a good sponsor for this. They're like, Hey, dude wipes has given us a bunch of money. Let's see how we can incorporate them into things. And I'm very, very confident in that statement. Yeah. It's listen, it's, it's an interesting situation. The franchise that's Paul Brown, the architect of modern football, right? They're announcing a new helmet appeals to the storied history, all that stuff. And company, they market an ass cleaning product to to dudes (laughs) and probably too embarrassed to buy baby wipes. So, you know, this is, that's a direct quote from Andrew Spade. I think that's pretty fair. So shout out to him for, for noting that. Wow. So, you know, it's interesting. We'll just leave it at that. The white helmets. Uh, let's hope they, they do a good job with them. We'll see what they do. Uh, because I, I do think an alternate is, is a good idea for the organization, but uh, at the end of the day, you got to get it right. They've done some things right. Going back to, you know, the uniforms that they had worn before they were so popular. So hopefully they can get, they can get this one. Right. So, it feels impossible to get it wrong. It's oh, just buddy. get rid Don't of the orange. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this. Listen, in my 40s, I get it. But I I actually think the only thing I would dislike, I don't think I'd love the numbers on the side of these. I, I was no, fine with either. it on the orange one. I think just that pure white with the, with the Oreo stripe, I'm going to be good with that. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah. Again, you're right. They've, they've learned how to screw things up. Um, but they're starting to get things right a little bit here. Yeah, let's hope they get this one right. That'd be nice to see. So, listen, we'll we'll switch lanes here. The, the Browns were not involved in the franchise tag game. They haven't been involved in that for a long time. But that's the hot-button topic of the day, and, and really that pertains to running backs, right? So, like, there's three franchise tags that ended up getting signed. Lamar Jackson's five-year, 260. Dayron Payne didn't get to the free agent market four years, 90 million. They found a deal. Evan Ingram's three years, 41 and a quarter million, which was just signed earlier this week. Sorry, late last week. So three other players were given the tag Barkley, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, none of which came to an agreement. I don't know if any of the three of them, I know Barkley and Jacobs have not signed the, the tender for the, for the single year. I think Pollard has. Pollard did. He did yeah. sign his. So you're you're in a bit of a situation here. I don't want to delve too deep into running backs because I feel like between not just conversations you and I have had, but pretty much several guests, we've gone through this about what changes could they make, so on and so forth. But I think, Jared, I'll, I'll say this. I think it's going to change. Football has a chance here where there are going to be significant changes in the near future for, for some way to compensate for this, whether it's the the quarterbacks and the wide receivers are getting too big of a piece of the pie. And this was inevitable that this was going to happen to some position at some point. That's an angle. Are there, there are angles out there for making rookie running back contracts shorter, making them a bit more lucrative for rookie running backs. I think the thing that I keep going back to is that they should fix quarterback contracts in some way, shape, or form where maybe only 75% of it counts as the cap, something. Because what teams are doing as these quarterback contracts have grown without a bigger boom in salary cap itself, it basically tells us 
that they know that the belt is getting tighter at all these other positions. And we're about to see this play out right in front of us with Nick Chubb. And, and when we ever see the Browns take that hefty cap number that, that Deshaun Watson's eventually going to take, it could end up being next year. You never know. Or the following year. Uh, it's going to happen. But I think a league, I'll ask you it this way, Jared, a league that has had the last big contract over $10 million extension per year was Nick's deal two years ago. There's not been a running back contract passed out that's not a rookie over that number. So it's, um, I'm just not sure it's good for the game. I just don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Is an NFL without running the football good for the game? In theory, the numbers might hint at it, but like, is that good for football? I don't know, man. I'm asking you that. You know, I think it's, I think it's what we're seeing in baseball now or hat we're seeing in baseball where it's strikeouts or home runs, strikeouts or home runs, right? Um, it, the Vox media SB nation slack where we had a long conversation about today and it, it really came down for me I, is it doesn't if Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins and everything the Ravens did was never going to be good enough. And that's an amazing running team. It tells you that the way the NFL is set up right now, it's hard to pay running backs. So and it, it, you can't win that way and you can't figure, you know, it's just so it's frustrating. It's difficult because it's, you know, the best players in high school and the best players in college often are running backs. And I think even if you cut down on the quarterback contracts, they'll just spend it more on wide receivers, right? Yep. Dallas instead Definitely of possible. Yeah. I mean, instead of extending Pollard, they traded for Brandon Cooks while already having Gallup on a fifty-four million dollar contract, I think, and they got CD Lamb coming up, right? So yeah. I think they're just gonna go in that direction. So I think it'll really come down to does the NFLPA value the 32 starting running backs or the 64 starting and backup or the top 15 running backs, whichever, wherever you want to look at it, do they value them enough to try to make that an issue in the next CBA? If, and if they do, what are they going to give up to the owners? Right. And so I just think this is the natural progression of analytical understanding of football is if the Ravens can't run the heck out of the football and become, and, keep up with Mahomes and Burrow and all them, then we're going to get here unless there's some fundamental change in the CBA or the rules, right? If there's, I'm going to, this one's never going to happen. If there's a rule that you could not be more than 300 pounds on defense. Well, back right? to the league football. Yeah. I yeah. Like if you had one of those rules, like obviously that's never going to happen, but if you had one of those rules, then maybe all of a sudden running the football becomes a bigger thing. So I, I don't know if it's good for the, for the NFL, but it's definitely the natural progression right now. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is, and it just hard to imagine the game being the place we wanted. I mean, like, I think if I were a young player in in high school, maybe even early college, I would be entertaining if I had the ability to do this. Now, not all of them do. Some guys are just like naturally born to be these low center of gravity bowling ball running backs. Like that's just how it goes. But it's not like this is the first position we've ever seen this happen to. Fullback is right next to him. We've seen it happen to that position. Like it is uh football's evolving, and as it has evolved away from contact, it has pushed itself into rewarding less contact by throwing the ball more. And there's an eventual catch-up process to how all of that plays out. So again, I think it's fun to look at this from outside the bubble where your team's not involved. I'm sure Giants fans are having no fun with the idea of their offense not having Saquon Barkley. The same with Vegas fans and Josh Jacobs, and it goes down the line here. But like, uh, I I just uh, I just don't see a I don't see an easy fix. I think something is going to be attempted to fix it, but I don't see some obvious fix. They're they're going to have to really research it and try to get it right. But again, I'm telling you. I'm I'm really on record with Nick is going to be back one more year with a restructure next year, but I, I think that you're not going to see him here. You know, I think like, I don't like to tell people like the Francisco Lindor quote of enjoy him while he's here, but we're at the end of the road for Nick here. I mean, it's not much further, I think here. So no. And I think unfortunately you're going to see a little bit like what we saw with Joe Mixon just recently, very little guaranteed money left on his contract. Bengals basically held him ransom. Yeah. And then he cut his deal. Right. And so, yeah. um, you know, Nick next year has only 2.8 million guaranteed. Oh, that's this year. He's got nothing guaranteed in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's a way that, that, that they can figure out how to make it work another year, but that 25 is where it becomes like Nick will be 29 or 
something of that sort. And we, we know that they have navigated his mileage pretty heavily. They've done a decent job at that, but we are, we're going to be in the fourth. Anytime you have a big time running back, the Titans will face it here soon. We're going to face it soon. So it is, well, I mean, he's inevitable. He's, he's free in 25. Yeah. Oh, so he only has one more year anyway. Yeah. Cause he's got a, he basically got a three-year extension on his deal. Okay. I had thought he was back two more after this upcoming year. So I could be wrong. Someone out there might yeah, have been, he might actually play out his contract with, which is shocking in and of itself. Yeah, that would be shocking uh, to see, to see that happen. So I think that, um, where where it becomes interesting is, you know, just just how how far are teams willing to push it, right? Like, you know, you have Zamir White, right, who is ready to step in. I think in in Vegas they they drafted Eric Gray this year from Oklahoma to be the guy in uh, the secondary role there in in New York. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I you, you're going to miss some of these guys, and you're right. Nick's deal only goes through 24, so I have been wrong about that. So. The last two pots, I had for some reason believed he was through 25. So he's only through 24, but there could be some way like they did with Mixon where they could put his contract in a place where if you take a pay cut this year, we'll give you another year at a discounted number to keep that because that's an angle that they could take to sort of, you know, if you take less money, we'll also tack on another year of security for you here, but we'll see. Yeah. And I think overall it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting, right? Like, I'll be honest, before the Browns had any idea of being good, I thought trading Chubb in year three for a first round pick to like Miami was going to be a, was a good idea, like from a team building perspective. But, you know, you say that as a person like Matt Miller does, and all of a sudden you get dunked on by uh, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler. um, It wasn't McCaffrey. It was uh, Jonathan Taylor, all just dunked all over him on Twitter. But he's right in that from a very don't care about the players and all of that perspective, like that's what a team right now is going to be. It's going to benefit from drafting a player, drafting a running back, using them up, maybe one, one or two franchise tags and then move on from him. So uh, unfortunately the Browns seem like they might be done with Nick Chubb after next year. Uh, and I don't know if fans are anywhere close to ready for that. Nillies. Yeah. So Jack Duffin wrote up the future of every position for us. So he said in the 24 season, Nick Chubb would have one year left on his deal worth 12.2 with no guarantees. If they were going to extend him, then for me, the smartest time to do that would be now before the 23 season kicks off. Uh, however, unlikely that that's what he's noting. He said, I've heard many people say they could see a Chubb trade next year, but for me, I don't think you really get much of anything in return at that point. When you are trading in the NFL, it's more contract than the player. And, a running back at twelve point two million for one year at age twenty eight isn't an, anything that anybody's going to give up a prime asset to require, especially a guy who's not all too valuable in the passing game. Yep. So if they're going to trade him, then this season would have been the most sense to do it. He is pretty much predicting that Chubb is in the is in the fold for twenty four, and then uh, twenty five. He he's probably on the open market. So uh, we will see about that. The other thing that happened today before we close, because again. I can hear the thunder starting to approach. Mm. <laughs> um, the the Madden ratings came out, right? We love Madden ratings. They're so – what I've just got to kind of figure out, I know that the NFL has a lot of players as opposed to baseball and opposed to basketball, but do they just like generically copy-paste a lot of these ratings? Like, I don't, I don't really understand, man, because like, you know, Amari Cooper is a 91. I think Amari is a nice player. Is he a top 10 wide receiver anymore? 
I don't know that that's true. Is he just, is, is Jamar chase a 94 to his 91? I feel like that's, that's just a bit of a wild stretch to me. Uh, if you, if you ask me personally. So uh, I think that that was a popular one that was discussed. I think you had some note on the Brown safety group as well. Yeah. Like all three of their safeties, Delpit, Thornhill and McLeod, um, our Rodney McLeod are, are 78 and Thornhill said he's been a 78 every year of his career. It does feel like for a game and a thing that, you know, makes so much money that they, it almost seems like they do have some copy and paste and then they just kind of let everybody play. And then as the season goes on, people who are really bad, they start to drop them. And the people who are having really good seasons, they start to raise them. It's almost as if they, they use that kind of cop out for just kind of giving some generic, kind of language they also do a very poor job like nba i mean again smaller rosters but tattoos and all that like in wwe and all those games tattoos are like legit the tattoos in the nfl it's like there's a tattoo there someplace it's some gray like ink kind of stuff so you know i just think it seems like for the most popular game in the world the nfl the most popular video game sports video game madden they it's almost as if they're phoning it in at this point in time they need some competition, Jared. They need real competition. Now, I don't know if that the college game arriving next year will do that for them in some way, shape, or form, where people that are just giving over money for the NFL start to say, "I'd rather just give that money to college football." Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't really know. Uh, well, people just, are so it, brand loyal, right? Like yeah. you look at Reese cups. Look how small those are, comparable. And so Madden. I'll say this: I worked for a. Um, a really uh, well-known local amusement park. Let's go with it that way. Um, No one knows who I'm talking about. No, no way. And I managed a hotel there. It's a really big one. got about 650 rooms. Um, And our kind of mindset was, if you don't want to stay, you can get out. We'll find somebody else to rent rent your room for $250 a night. That was renovated in 1975. Um, And (laughs) because we have it, right? Like we have what what you want. And so we don't really have to do all that. So I think there is just some of that. I think the college game is going to be difficult because there has to be so much transition um, and college is so regional. Uh, But yeah, it needs something, but I'm guessing their numbers haven't been bad. People just keep buying the game. So why would they change if people keep buying it? Yeah, they're making money, man. It's just, it's, it's not anywhere near what you would hope it would be for the amount of money that they that they rake in, but you know, here we are and just complaining about video games, but (laughs) nonetheless, this was fun. I think we got enough in for the day. Uh, this little quick hitting episode before the weather turns sour and maybe knocks out any ability to have much of a conversation at all. I just want to thank you, Jared, for stopping by and we will actually, hopefully the next time we get with you, have something real substantial from camp to talk about, buddy. Yay. Sports. Yay. Sports. Thanks to Jared for stopping by. Thanks to you guys for being here on a Tuesday. Check out, yesterday's uh, episode with Andrew Spade, where we broke down the Bengals in depth leading up to this, uh, you know, kickoff of training camp. We will get with the Steelers. uh, Sorry. I think we're going to do the Ravens for your Wednesday podcast. So check back on that. So continue to check out Jared's work dogs by nature. They do a great job every single day. Jared's leading that doing uh, really great stuff for them. And, um, you know, make sure you're making that a part of your daily routine as well. So thanks to Jared. Appreciate you guys being here. Have a great Tuesday. Go Browns.